Welcome to Tackless Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio. And before we go ahead and get into the segment, Should I Saw, I just want to go ahead and give a trigger warning. I will be sharing audio of a black woman in distress due to medical negligence. So if that is something that you're sensitive by, by all means, please go ahead and fast forward the next five to six minutes of this segment. But I do want to share the story of Brittany Hightower, who passed away due to sickle cell anemia January 1st of 2023. I haven't really heard a lot about her through the media. I found this on TikTok. And I've been crying nonstop since I saw the video, since I read about her situation. I completely understand her experience because I too, especially someone who grew up very sickly, I completely understand her experience and it's absolutely heartbreaking. So let's go ahead and listen to the clip. Trespass you. I am sick. How are you gonna okay. trespass so are you me? Are you gonna take that out of you? 
let them get that thing up so we can get going, okay? No. Until I'm able to press charges, no. I am requesting. No charges that you can press. Yes, I can. I can request no, mistreatment. Yeah, They're mistreating me. Okay, you, you can contact whoever you want about that. Criminally, there's nothing we can do about that. I'm not a criminal. I'm a sick patient. You're going to become a criminal if you don't. Just because they discharge me against do you want to be my will. For criminal trespass? From okbliss.com, Brittany Hightower's story, the medical negligence that caused her untimely death. Brittany Hightower, a Texas-based 22-year-old woman, was a sickle cell anemia patient who had founded a nonprofit organization called Slay the Sickle Cycle to advocate for the disease. She worked at the American Red Cross of Greater North Texas. On December 24th, 2022, she was admitted to John Peter Smith Hospital in Houston after having severe stomach issues. A week later, on January 1st, 2023, she passed away from her illness. Brittany's family members accused the hospital and the police of racially charged negligence and mistreatment, saying that she could have been saved with timely medical intervention. The family, who lost both Brittany and her mother within a span of a few weeks, are seeking justice for her death. A sick, 
Brittany Hightower was denied treatment by the hospital and the police threatened to arrest her for criminal trespassing, as you all could hear in the audio. And just to give additional context, there are videos circulating of Brittany in the ER patient room complaining of stomach issues and essentially being turned away. And I think that video is most infuriating because so many Black people understand that when we go to the hospital in pain and we're asking for pain medicine, we're seen as addicts. We are denied treatment because people white healthcare workers assume that we're in there on some type of game on or or trying to get some pills for an addiction that we have. No, baby, that would be you. That would be your uncle. That would be your grandmother. I think it's the white people at this very current moment going through an opioid crisis. But here you are denying pain medicine to a black woman who has sickle cell. And that's also another thing I'm realizing is that there's not a lot of knowledge, treatment, explanation, and any doctors. And I know I got a couple girlfriends who are nurses, so please hit me up. But what were you taught about sickle cell anemia when you were in school? Because as I'm learning more about Brittany's case, a lot of nurses and doctors don't know what the fuck to do. And she was telling them in the previous video that she has sickle cell and they are basically looking at her as if she's lying to get pain medicine. And then in the video, a security guard comes over to her while she's in the ER waiting area, hoping to be seen. And he tries to take the phone out of her hand and then assaults her. She goes to the bathroom. She's crying. She has this fake ass white nurse come in. We're just concerned about you. We just want to see what's going on. If you're so fucking concerned, then why did you call the police on her? Instead of actually running tests, instead of actually listening to the patient, you called the police on her. Now she's about to be charged for criminal trespassing. It breaks my fucking heart because you know that she knows that if she does not receive treatment, it could be the last of her days. She's telling that to the police. If I leave, I could die. And literally a week later, she succumbed to her illness and did just that. Nobody listened to her. Nobody gave a fuck about her. And I just got done telling black men this, that the police to black men is the healthcare system to black women. They are literally finding ways and opportunities to kill us at every given turn. And that's on Henrietta Lacks. That's on fucking Henrietta Lacks. That they try to kill us every single time we walk into a hospital. There's been so many times that I'm so appreciative of my parents when I was younger who advocated for me because I've had tumors on top of tumors, on top of sickness, on top of asthma. And they looked at me like a little black girl, like there's nothing wrong with you. And my daddy almost shot that bitch up one time because I had a tumor the size of a lemon and they were trying to send me home. I'm throwing up. I can't eat anything. I'm losing weight. I'm complaining about pain. And they're like, there's nothing wrong with that little black girl. Send her home. 
My daddy was about to get bouted, bouted in that fucking hallway. And this is exactly the type of advocacy that black women need when we go to the hospital because this is how they treat us. My heart is fucking broken for Brittany and her family and all of her friends. But I am more infuriated that this is not something nationally known. Media outlets have not picked this up. Hmm, I wonder why. In the same week that we see on video Tyree Nichols getting the shit knocked out of him by police. This is a lot. This is a fucking lot. Like I said, the police to black men is the healthcare system to black women because within a span of five days for me at least, I am processing what has happened to Tyree Nichols and I have such immense grief for his family. And then I turn around and I have not been able to stop crying after learning about what happened to Brittany Hightower. It's enough. It's enough. The black fucking experience in America is enough to make your head spin. And people want to gaslight us and tell us that we are fucking tripping, that we're lying, that they don't know what the fuck we're talking about when it's plain and in front of them. They could reach out and touch it. And they're like, what what are you talking about? It will never blow my mind that the reason I have a really good doctor for my Crohn's disease is because I share the same disease with the CEO of my previous company. And she was such a sweetheart because she checked in on me and wanted to make sure everything was good after I got my diagnosis. And she basically was like, so I'm crying because I don't know what this means, but I know that this, but I know that it means that my quality of life will change. And there's additional things that I have to do for my health. And She's like, okay, you know, breathe. It's okay. I know other people you can talk to. I can make recommendations. What did they give you? I was like, Suzanne, they didn't give me nothing. She was like, what the? She didn't curse. She's a very amazing Jewish woman. (laughs) She didn't curse, but I could kind of hear in her voice that she was like, what the fuck you mean? They didn't give you anything. And I was like, Suzanne, they didn't No, They didn't give me anything. No prednisone, no painkillers. She was hurt for me. I, who just got diagnosed with Crohn's disease, I've been in pain. I've been losing weight. I can't really keep anything down. Either it's it's like shooting right, sorry, TMI. And they're like, yeah, girl, you know, you got the Crohn's. And like sent me on my way and told me in a couple of weeks to come back for a follow-up. And Susanna's like, they didn't give you anything? I was like, no, was I supposed to receive something? And she's like, I got prednisone. I got pain medicine. I got such a treatment plan. She was like, girl, here's the number to my doctor. You go see him. And shout out to white women using their privilege where they can. Because, of course, he's like the top Crohn's disease doctor in the nation. So, trying to get in to see him I was gonna have to wait like half a year like seven something months she you know my old CEO made a couple phone calls and that half a year got pushed up to like three four months and he came I I went into University of Chicago to go see him he was so sweet he knew exactly what I was going through could relate very sympathetic put me on a little treatment plan and I do feel better 
But it always blows my mind that if I did not have that type of support or advocacy on my behalf where I would be right now, because that's very important because as a black woman, I'm treated differently for the same fucking illnesses that other people have. And that became so apparent to me when I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. But that's not the first time somebody has looked at me and was like, you're fine and sit me on my merry little way. I hurt for Brittany. And I want to just echo this message as I close out this segment, that if you are able to, please be an advocate for a black woman in the medical industry. Please be an advocate for a black woman who is going to the doctor, who is going in for a prenatal checkup, who is going in to see a new medical team, be an advocate, speak up if you see something happening in a hospital that is not right, be there on their behalf, be an additional set of ears, an additional set of eyes. If you receive treatment for the same illness and you can see that they're being treated differently, please make a recommendation, a second opinion, speak up because you could really be saving someone's life. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Sound of the Week. That's still, this is still a work in progress. More to come once I figure it out. But grabbing this particular beat from TikTok. So this producer goes by Fazo Beats, F-A-Z-O Beats. Found them on TikTok. They had this bomb ass Jersey mix to breaking my heart that I've had saved in my sounds for a couple months now because it's just that good. It's just that good. So go ahead and get into Faisal Beats remix, Jersey remix of Breaking My Heart. Welcome back, everybody, to my tactless take of the week. I typically love to give you all a knowledge nugget, something to chew on, something to learn about, something to bring community. I love to give you all something to think on in the following and upcoming week. And my tactless take this week is very simple, that the people who want to be in your life, the people that want to be there for you, the people that care for you show up, speak up, and will be there. I think a lot of times we get caught up in looking for people to be overly communicative with us about what is going on, about things that are different, about things that may have changed. But 
a lot of times their actions showed us how they were feeling and what they were thinking before they even told us. I am starting to really get into looking at people by their actions versus what they say. Because a lot of times people can bullshit you. People can say whatever they want to say. They can lie to you. They can say sweet nothings. But if their actions do not match what they have said, then you know that's a person that is not of their word. And you really can't believe anything else that motherfucker say. That's first off. If you can't be a person of your word, then how am I going to believe you? How am I going to be able to instill trust in you? If you out here giving empty threats, you talk about you're going to show up and you don't. You talk about you're going to have it on the first of the month and you don't. That's how people start to lose trust. But I think we get into a space where we're giving the benefit of the doubt. I think a lot of times we find ourselves in situations where we're hoping that if something's going on with the person, they'll just let us know. If something's going on, they'll communicate it. And sometimes they won't. Grown niggas love ghosting. And a lot of people don't know how to effectively communicate. So sometimes you just have to go off of people's actions. If you have not heard from them, if they're not able to keep their promises, if their communication is horrible, if their actions were really on top of it and then those have changed and they're starting to slip, then that might be a person to cut off and no explanation needed because they're starting to show you that you're no longer a priority. So let's take a step back and reevaluate our priorities. Because I like for things to be very reciprocal. Keep that same energy. And if I am give, 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 and I'm not receiving anything, then let's take a step back and prioritize. And we don't need to wait for someone to tell us that they have reprioritized and we're no longer that high up on the list. You can feel it. And baby, when you start to have those feelings, go ahead and just move accordingly. We don't need to have a conversation. We don't need closure. Just go ahead and drop that nigga shit off at his doorstep and block him out of your phone, girl. It's okay. It's okay. Just go ahead and have that little birthday dinner with Shorty and just block her, delete her off of Instagram and, and keep it pushing, brother. Keep it pushing because people know what they're doing. These niggas ain't stupid. So if they're not showing up for you, that's because they don't want to show up for you. And if they care enough about you, they will tell you why they're not showing up for you. But I don't, I, I don't like funny money over here. I like my things to be secure. So the moment you start acting weird around me, <laughs> my thumbs stay hovered over the block button. And just know I am quick to always use it.